Thank you so much for checking out the audio version of my channel, Ruslan KD, can you stream out loud on all platforms? If you, yes, you find this valuable, the best way you can reach me, the best way you can give me feedback, the best way you can even hop into a group Zoom call with me is through our King's Dream Patreon community. So consider partnering with us there. The link is in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Now enjoy. And I'm going to keep it real. You guys, you guys wanted to go here. Guy, you guys wanted to go here. Right? Explicit. 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 I've, I've shared that I haven't looked. Bruce Lawn. Somebody asked my thoughts on masturbation. Oh, gosh. Which context? Are we talking a married couple performing the act on each other? This is going to get rated R. Masturbation. What are we talking about? Are we talking about a married couple performing the act on themselves? No, I don't think there's anything wrong with a married couple performing the act on themselves. Are we talking about a married couple doing the act to themselves while the other person watches? Y'all asked for this. You guys asked for this. Okay. So a married couple, the act while someone else watches them themselves, right? That's a, that's a thing. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Are we talking about a married couple? One couple is uh, away on tour, and another couple has is doing FaceTime activities. Use your imagination. One couple is doing FaceTime activity. The other couple is taking care of themselves. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I can keep going of scenarios where I don't think there's anything where that, well, I think there's, that there's anything wrong with that. Now, I don't know the value, despite what some scientists may say, I don't know the value of a man or a woman, but a man specifically masturbating as a form of manual emission. Um, I don't. I don't know the value of that. Okay. Say. Say hypothetically. Let's just throw out a, a, a hypothetical scenario. Okay. I, I listen. I warned you guys. Okay. I, I warned you guys. Explicit. 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 Let's just say hypothetically, someone is um, is single. And they're not looking at porn, okay? Which, which like, let's keep it a buck. That, that's seldom. That's, that's sel- seldom does that happen. But let's just say for the sake of this conversation, someone is single and they're, and they're not looking at porn, right? And they're masturbating to just, they're just in a shower. Just throw that out there. I don't see the value in that. I don't see the, the, the point of that. Okay, it would. It's like the equivalent of like. Is it permissible for a couple to live together even if they're not fornicating before they're married? And I would say, I mean, I I guess you could potentially find a a a loophole in that situation 
where, you know, like we, we had a situation, I don't want to get into the particulars because the person might be watching it, but we have a situation where, you know, there was someone I knew that was involved in ministry and they were actually living or ex-elders. Anyway, someone didn't want them to to, to live together. The, uh, the ex-elder couple said, listen, we meet with this couple all the time. How about they live in separate rooms? They had a big property. They can live in separate rooms. Okay, boom. The, the, that, 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 that's an exception to the rule. They were already not, for, you know, fornicating. They were, they were in this weird transition, but okay, that's an exception to the rule. You know, a couple lives on the same property, but they're living across the bill, right? Exception to the rule. Let's keep it a buck. The vast majority of people who are cohabitating are probably sexually immoral. Okay. And so you could find this one specific instance of a person who isn't and say, Oh, see, look, I found it. Right. But the vast majority of people who are cohabitating are probably not going to get married or more uh, more likely to get divorced, right? And are there scenarios where, like, it may happen? Sure, there are, right? So with regards to masturbation, I would, I would say I think it's the same. Is there the particular of someone somewhere giving themselves a release and they're not doing it in a, in a lustful way? Is that possible? Sure, it's possible. Is that beneficial, right? Um, is that is that is it a slippery slope? Is it going to create more problems? I think more than likely it is. And therefore, I probably wouldn't advise it. And I'm going to keep it real. You guys you guys wanted to go here. Guy, you guys wanted to go here. Right? Explicit. 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 I've, I've shared that I haven't looked at pornography. I haven't, I haven't done anything in years. But my wife just had a baby. We have a five-month-old. Okay, guess what? In that, five, in that, you know, months of time where we weren't being intimate because she just pushed out a human, uh, I did not do that. I did not do that. I did not do that. Thinking of her in the shower, I did not do that. I just said, "I'm a man. I could tough it out, right?" And it was, it was more than the eight weeks. I know that much, right? And so, hey, man, sometimes you just got to man up and tough it out. Men, I think that's good. I think there is something to this whole like no fap thing. I don't know if it's scientific, but I think there's something to. We're going to wage war on our flesh through the spirit. We're going to not view pornography because we know no unanimously secular there everyone is like fam not good that's not good we know that's not good and then we know scripturally that's lustful that's bad so now you can you find me this this scenario where it's it's possible sure you can but i think it's an opportunity for you to exhibit the fruit of the spirit I think it's an opportunity for you to understand how to regulate your moods, opportunity for you to understand how to regulate your willpower, opportunity for you to process how it's going to be at some point when and if you do have children as a married couple, that your wife isn't just going to be down to take care of you after she pushes out a human. So guess what? You're going to probably go through a different season in your life where you're going to have to go extended periods of time without a release. Why not master that while you're single? And if you're addicted, if you have sexual trauma, uh, maybe you go to therapy and you master that situation now. So by the time your wife does have a baby or, you know, however long that is, and you're not like, oh, no, I'm uh, right. And you fall apart and you, 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 you jump right back into pornography. Right. I think it's an opportunity to, to do that. Right. I think it's I think it's an opportunity to do that. Not a popular answer. Some of you guys are looking for a way out. Some of you guys are like, tell me it's OK. Ah, I think it's an opportunity for you to grow in self-control. Uh, I think it's it's probably in your best interest to figure out how to not uh, give in to your sexual desires. And I think it's very difficult to, to, to make an argument that 
if you can do it without lusting, if you can do it without pornography, if you can do it crossing, uh, uh, you know, the lust porn threshold, I think it's very, very hard to justify that that then doesn't become a recurring thing for you. And I think that we would say, well, yeah, you got to learn to control yourself because at some point you're going to have to learn to control yourself. At some point, you, you, you know. So anyway, that's my thoughts on it. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. When the culture says do what you love, we respond with love what you do. You may have responsibilities that you aren't passionate about, but loving what you do means being faithful to what's in front of you, committing to excellence as if that were your greatest dream. Colossians 3.23 says, Work diligently at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Love what you do. Love what you do. Yo, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. If you found it valuable, considering giving it a like and subscribing. This month, I'm releasing the Love What You Do collection. And to celebrate, I'm doing a three-day virtual event to help us go from learning to love what we do to ultimately doing what we love. By the way, it's free. So hit the link in the description to grab your seat today. What I basically said, somebody asked me what I thought about baiting the master. And I said, well, it depends what you mean. Physical act, if a couple's doing it, so on and so forth. However, I don't see the benefit of doing it onto yourself because eventually most of us will get married and most of us will have kids. And when we have kids, when our wives have kids, rather, you will have to go through a season of abstaining. And for me, the first time around, it was uh, my, my wife had pretty deep tears when we she had Levi. Um, and so it was, it was a long time. It was like, upwards of like five or six months, okay? It was not in the best spot the first time around. The second time around, we just had Zoe Grace. I went through counseling, went through therapy, went through group therapy, and I, I dealt with my own tra tra trauma, dealt with my own trigger, so on and so forth. And so, same thing, fourth degree lacerations, uh, you know, great pregnancy, not not such a, a, a great birth in terms of the, the, the you know, my, my wife just pushing out a human. And I said, hey, eventually, as men, you're going to have to learn to control yourself. Why not deal with it earlier in your life? Why not deal with it while you're still single? And some of you guys didn't like that very much, but it's okay. I said, I think it's an opportunity for men, young men in particular, to practice self-control. It's an opportunity for you to say, hey, you know what? I, uh, you know, I have these urges and I need to figure out how to master them and not let them master me, right? Wink. You guys know what I'm talking about. So, and this comment broke my heart. Here's the comment to this video. Hey, Ruslan, I want to thank you for this video. It is the first time I have seen a man encourage other Christian men to abstain while their wives are recovering from childbirth. I cannot tell you how many times I have been taught, taught at Christian women's and couples Bible studies that I need to learn how to give my husband a good so that he doesn't stray or bait the master while I recover from childbirth. I have never once heard a man tell men to abstain while we are recovering. Thank you. This broke my heart. But apparently for her, this is the first time that she's heard a man tell other men that you abstaining from baiting the master is going to directly pay off when you're in a position and your wife pushes out a human, a human you help make, 
that you don't have to be a little puppy chasing her around the house trying to get a release. Why? Because you've already went months and maybe even years from not doing that to yourself, right? And then imagine, imagine the pressure this puts on women where they're now being told that after you've pushed out a human, your hormones are all over the place. Many of them are dealing with postpartum depression. They don't feel confident in their bodies. They, 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 ha they have this thing latched onto them, this human that you helped make latched onto them. And, and, and now there's this expectation of you need to be willing and ready to, you know, take care of your man whenever. And it's like, fam, you can't go Eight weeks? Ten weeks? Really? That's impossible? I understand it's hard. This is why we go to therapy. I understand it's hard. This is why we get in community and accountability. I understand it's hard. This is why we go to the gym and, and, and burn off some of that testosterone you got pumping through your veins. I understand it's hard. I've been there. Look at my Exposed series. I get it. I was molested as a kid. Trust me. Sexually immoral, lost my virginity at 11 years old. Sexually immoral all throughout my teenage years. I understand. But at some point, we have to be men and stop demanding women to uh, do the self-control for us, to be the fruit of the spirit for us. At some point, we have to, to say, you know what? I'm a big boy. I'm a godly man. And one of the things of being a Christian is self-control. So guess what? I'm going to man up. I'm going to practice self-control. If my wife is in a hard place because she just had a hard birth or an average birth and we got to go eight weeks, well, it's the least I could do. She pushed out a human for me. This is embarrassing if this is the state of Christian men. Like, I'm, I'm embarrassed for some of you guys. If your wife is saying, I... Ah, I can't, I'm hurting, it sucks, I had tearing, it's not, it's not late. Now, she wants to do that to you because she wants to do that to you because maybe she had an easy birth, maybe because she, you know, uh, feels great, maybe she sees you helping out and give it, getting up in the middle of the night and taking care of the baby and you guys are doing shift, and she wants to do that because she wants to do that, praise God, man, and praise God and, 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 and respect to those women, but fam, this is very problematic when I see stuff like this, and I was shocked that no one... She hadn't heard a Christian man say this. So, men, I'm, I'm, I know it's hard, but, guys, we have to control ourselves. And it's not just about you not looking at things you shouldn't look at, okay? It's, it's, it's deeper than that. You need some healthy outlets. You need some people you could talk to. You need to get your butt in the gym. You need to lose some weight. You, you need to channel that energy into other things. You may, you, maybe you need to start a side hustle. Maybe you need to get up and change that diaper in the middle of the night. Maybe you need to take the first shift. But we have to do something so that this... This burden isn't just put on women to be the masters in relations. Like, this is wild. And if you guys have an arrangement, all that kind of stuff, my, yo, my wife had both of our kids naturally. I'm not going to be chasing her around the house two weeks in trying to hump her like some horny little puppy. <laughs> so anyway, I know this is uncomfortable. I know this is convicting for some of you guys. We have to lead. And if you denying yourself for... Four or five months even. Is that hard? There's some other issues there. And mo most of us probably need to go to therapy. Most of us probably need to go and get a counselor. Most of us need to get into some kind of group. Most of us need some kind of outlet. Again, we're talking deeper than just PORN, right? This is this is there's something else going on in the dynamic of here. I, I don't like the burden of this being solely placed on women. I do think that you do need to build a healthy 
S-E-X life. I do believe that. That requires time and effort. Me and my wife have been married 13 years, going on 14 years, and I'll say probably just within the last year, two years, that we really found a groove. There's a schedule. It's on the calendar, but not when she pushed out a human. Hopefully, this is helpful. Let me know what you think. I know you guys probably hate me right now. Shout out to all the men who are like, beta! Shout out to all you guys. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Kingstream Entertainment.